Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Dare to Host, the podcast by Hotrick bringing you the latest business news, trends and success stories in the European hospitality industry. My name is Alessia Giulli, Communications Manager at Hotrick, speaking to you from Brussels. Episode 7, Women in Hospitality, a Story of Inclusion. Hello and welcome to a new episode of our podcast. I am Fanny Bloir and I will be your host today as Alessia and Julie is on maternity leave. Today our episode is a little bit special because it's released on International Women's Day, 8th of March 2023. We wanted to celebrate the lives and experiences of women in the hospitality sector. So we decided to invite a woman who has a great success story in hospitality. After what we've seen during summer breaks as a teenager, she studied economics and worked in banking in her early career. Then she decided to return to hospitality and is now a connector, a writer, a moderator, and a consultant. Let me welcome our guest speaker today, Elie Rande. Hi, Elie, how are you doing? I'm great, Fanny. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. It's such a pleasure. Um, please tell us a little bit more about your job and about Think Hospitality, your company, where you invest, develop, and help clients with their strategies. At Think Hospitality, we um, we are strategic advisors to the hospitality um, environment. So we work with owners, investors, operators who want to understand how hospitality and more specifically uh, how food and beverage can play a bigger role <clears throat> in their business. And we have clients ranging from food hall operators to hotels, to restaurant groups, pub groups, um, even uh, cruise liners, and, and more and more so... Um, asset owners for whom hospitality is not a primary asset, but they want to understand how to uh, bring food and beverage in, for example, to, um, uh, uh, to to really capitalize on what it can offer. Because, you know, we all love to go out and eat and have a good time. And, and, and what we advise our clients is how to do that um, in a strategic way uh, for, for their business and how to really sort of create the beating heart um, of, uh, of a project uh, using uh, food and beverage as the fuel. Working with all your clients and you mentioning that you have new types of clients now, what do you see as like the trends for 2023 or even further down the line in hospitality? So I think one of the uh, big trends um, that we see right now, uh, and it's been a conversation that's been ongoing, is, is um, and I wouldn't say it's sustainability, uh, I think that's an overused term, but we talk a lot, a lot more now about circularity. It's about, you know, how do we look at our business as part of the whole circular economy? How do we create and design um, for the end of life? What happens to the space that we've created once it's no longer what it wants it no longer um, uh, belongs to us uh, what about the products what happens to them how can we use more waste as a resource and and um, uh, really make sure that um, we 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 use everything that's at our fingertips um, obviously that uh, leads into um, uh, the big development that we've seen in well-being um, and and that conversation uh, links very much to circularity um, how do we treat our staff how do we look after each other how can we do better and be better as a uh, as a brand and uh, as a 
uh, as an operator. So uh, technology is is another big big um, uh, opportunity as an enabler for sure. Um, I don't what we what we do a lot with our clients is is have this conversation of how far technology should go uh, because uh, when it starts taking away from the guest experience, it's not um, it's not no longer facilitator. So it's uh, it's really we've seen great developments on that front, and it's a trend that keeps uh, just kind of growing and and getting more particular and um and it's all about you know creating amazing guest experiences um, and whether it's in a physical world whether it's in the metaverse um and and uh, all these kind of conversations um are are really at uh, at the forefront uh, with our clients and 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 i think the last thing to mention is definitely different different working models um and i think we're going to come on to speaking about the challenges currently in hospitality uh one of which is um obviously staffing and uh, and finding the right talent and that's why companies have had to really look at how to do things differently and whether there's um, an opportunity to look at different um, uh, working models uh, a lot of uh, sort of part-time contracts uh, shorter uh, work days so it's really been adapting that business model that used to be i would say quite rustic and uh, and a bit outdated um, in, in, in the past. So we have to come, um, you know, into the new century and, and, and learn from other industries such as tech of how to be, um, how to be more flexible. Contrary to popular belief, hospitality is quite a diverse sector in terms of employment. It employs more women than in the overall economy with 53% in hospitality compared to 46% overall. What is your experience about this? Well, I think it's like you said, hospitality is an incredibly diverse industry. Uh, I mean, we have we have such an amazing talent pool, actually, whether it's um, uh, gender, whether it's orientation. We have we have a very, very diverse group of people working across, um, uh, you know, uh, so many different countries. We're so global. And 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 I think, um, you know, being a woman in, in the industry, um, I did come from finance. So I think it was uh, uh, it was a baptism by fire in, in one way or another, because Uh, I, I came from uh, one uh, heavily male-dominated industry on the top level um, uh, to the same in hospitality in the top level because mm -hmm. I think the statistics you provided are you know across the board and that's what we need to change. So I think it's definitely been um, you know challenging along the way and uh, and there's definitely been uh, instances uh, where that haven't been comfortable and 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 where you know you felt the pressure uh, one way or another. But I do think that uh, that we have so many uh, great role models in this industry uh, to look um, to look up to and 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 I and they're doing a great job championing um, diversity uh, within our sector so here in the UK for example there's so many great brands um, that are uh, that are really spearheading this and and making sure that that their teams are diverse and that they're um, that they're really sort of um, Um, you know, putting inclusion as, as part of their strategy. So I do think that things have changed um, definitely uh, towards the better. What would you tell women who want to work in hospitality now about the industry? Well, I think it's, It's a fantastic opportunity. Um, and I'm going to quote someone here who we had at one of our recent events uh, in January, Rory Sutherland. He's the chairman of Ovilvy and he's, a, he's an author of many books. 
he asks the question that data doesn't tell you, and and, and he looks at uh, you know uh, why we do things as a behavioral scientist. And 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 one of the things he said is that hospitality is like a free MBA because you get uh, so much knowledge by working in um, in the sector. Uh, you get uh, empathy. You learn to be agile. You get to travel. Uh, I mean, these are all the things that people pay you know incredible amounts of money for to get uh, to get degrees and and get to be taught these things but you can actually learn on the job and i think it is you know perhaps challenging because i i, I do tend to talk to quite a lot of new and young uh, emerging uh, talent from uh, my alma mater de Lausanne in switzerland when when they want to enter you know the food and beverage side of, of hospitality or design so i i try to give them a bit of an uh, an overview of, of what the industry looks like and and I think it's true that we haven't made it that easy for young people to enter certain parts of the industry, uh, but it is um, a really great place um, place to be once you find your footing. It might take maybe a bit longer, but uh, it gives you so many applicable uh, skills that are be transferred um, through different um, through different walks of life that you may end up in because you learn to be empathetic with people you learn to how to communicate which is I think the top number one skill um, in in anything that we want to do and uh, and so I think it's 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 really an incredible opportunity so I think it should be embraced and 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 you you're dealing with people which is actually a very difficult job because um, everyone is different everyone wakes up uh, feeling differently every day you can never predict uh, and and you need to learn how to read people and and read their cues and learn how to how to react uh, in a in a service environment um, and that's that's a skill for life. So I think it's it's an incredible place to start. Really, you've listed um, great great assets to work in the industry: uh, communication skills, uh, traveling, and many more. And I wanted to know uh, everything is not bliss. I guess so. Um, during your career, did you experience any issues regarding the fact that you are a woman, or any issues where you were young as well, because you you started younger, as you said? Yeah, I, I I mean, there's been there's been challenges, of course, and I'm not trying to paint a a rosy picture here that it's it's all sort of uh, incredible and amazing. Absolutely not. There's been a a lot of uh, um, a lot of times where it's been uh, difficult and, and challenging, but I've always sort of tried to use being a woman a bit of as a superpower. Um, you know, when I went to uh, start going to to conferences in the hospitality space and, and mostly, you know, you look around the room and everyone's wearing black. So what I did, I put on um, a pink um, uh, a pink coat or, or something that really, you know, uh, uh, stood out and, and, and made sure that, you know, I was someone who's different and and I wasn't uh, afraid to voice that. So I think it's it's also a little bit about personal branding, maybe to to make sure that um, you know you take that step and you have um, the courage. Uh, and I think using using that um, because you can stand out. And I was a student um, uh, when I kind of started dabbling into in in the events and um, and and wanting to find out what hospitality is about when I was doing my MBA and in Switzerland. And and I, I use that again because uh, it was someone unique. You didn't have many uh, MBA students in hospitality. To going to hotel conferences so I think you know use what makes you maybe uh, in the grand schemes you think oh maybe different or, or, or weaker because I'm, I'm, I'm a woman use that as a power you mentioned it earlier but uh, we have a problem in shortages of staff nowadays in Europe and 
uh, also in the UK. It's the number one issue today after COVID and it's due to many factors. Companies are changing their operation and a lot of things are changing, but is there a real challenge in attracting people to the sector now? Yeah, I think so. I think um, we've, we've seen that with all our clients. Uh, I see that all, all the um, different interviews I do, whether when I write articles or when I'm, um, uh, when I'm just uh, talking with people in the industry. Um, that staff is 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 a, is a big problem. Uh, we've lost a lot of people to other industries, e-commerce specifically, where working hours are um, a, a lot better, um, and and there's more flexibility, and the work can be potentially more interesting, um, especially on entry level. Um, and I think um, that has made the industry, our industry, um, you know, change a little bit the way that we. A recruit people um, and B retain them and 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 also make their jobs more interesting uh, because uh, of course we have some roles in especially in back of house roles that are 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 not you know um, the most um, most uh, amazing ones and 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 where you don't get to have that sort of hospitality interaction because uh, you know someone needs to do the pot wash um, mm-hmm. someone needs to prep uh, in the kitchen and things like that so it's really about looking through your business model and understanding where maybe things could be automated, what does not need to be done maybe by a human in, 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 in some ways, um, where, where can we um, you know, find or train people to multitask on different roles? Uh, do we need certain functions uh, still in our business? So I think uh, businesses have, have had to change a lot. Um, and, and because the young generation wants different work-life balance and, and they want to have a voice in saying, uh, oh, I, do, I want a four-day work week and I want a flexible contract. Um, uh, and the industry has had to adapt. So I think it's, um, it's, it's been a real challenge and it continues to be so. Uh, but I do think that the better companies and brands are finding a way really to to, um, you know, in a way, maybe even embrace that and look at their own business model and see how we need to change. And, uh, you know, here in the UK, there was a restaurant group. Uh, I think last week they came out with an announcement that they're offering all their staff private health care which is completely radical and new in the UK because uh, it is, we have free uh, healthcare in the UK, but because of the challenges, um, the wait times are, are quite outrageous and people can't get the care that they need in, in the public space. So they decided that look uh, for us to take care of our people and our team, um, this is what we're going to offer. And and there are some really great examples. Um, I was at a conference recently in Germany, and there was someone who spoke about um, all these kind of interesting things that, that uh, brands are doing to, um, um, to, to make the conditions much, much better. So I think, again, people are finding ways to, um, uh, to tell the story of why we are a great employer, why you should come work for us, be transparent, because I think that's something we really need in our industry is transparency. Salary mm-hmm. levels have gone up. We see that, which is a great thing, I think, because um, we historically, I don't think we've paid our people enough. And I think there's yeah. still a long way to go, but we're on that journey. So we are at the end of the interview and I wanted to know what we can wish you uh, in the future. What is your next ambition for your company? Uh, we were actually very, very grateful um, that we got through COVID well. We, we, we organized a... Uh, 
a, a platform called Hostel Live, where we did uh, six, seven sessions every day. We interviewed uh, industry people. We did uh, mindfulness. It was all a free channel that we run for four and a half months. So I think we got mm -hmm. a lot of goodwill from, from doing that work for free out of our time because we had time on our hands. So I mm -hmm. think we we built really good connections um, with with people and we've always sort of been um, um, in the in the limelight. So we're gonna continue on that journey and and continue working with our clients, getting more global and 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 hopefully getting more women to to join our, our ranks, which uh, which would be great. Thank you very much, Ellery. Have a good day. Thank you for staying with us until the end of this episode. We are looking forward to bringing you new guests and interesting topics. See you soon!